0: i'm here to help you grow and learn as a resource room teacher are you ready let's dive in well hello hello and welcome back to episode number eight of the resource room podcast where we will be talking about tiny tasks what is a tiny task you might ask Um, for me a tiny task is anything that is just a couple of minutes you can sit down at your desk crank it out quickly, it's not gonna take you very long, no mental effort, those kind of things. They're little, they're easy. You may not even avoid it like the plague. And sometimes, don't hate me for saying this, I'm just trying to keep it real, this applies to me too. But sometimes our tiny tasks are the things that we do to make ourselves look and feel so, so busy to avoid all of the things that I've already described in previous episodes. Now that you know what a tiny task is, let me tell you the perfect example of a tiny task that I did to avoid real work. So I've been helping out in a third grade classroom um, because we've had a Gen Ed teacher who had to take a medical leave and they've been through several long-term subs. And here we have high stakes testing coming up and I felt like they just needed a little help. So I volunteered to help in there. Um, I have 99 other things that I need to get done. But on this particular day, when I'm avoiding real work, not doing what I have committed to myself I'm going to do, here's what I'm doing. Don't laugh, we've all been there. Okay, so I know of this particular question on third grade um, testing that we have in Indiana, where it is essentially a multiplication chart where Some numbers are missing, and students have to recognize the pattern, like maybe it's counting by fives. All the fives are missing from this small section of the multiplication chart. So to avoid doing real work, I print off like 10 or 12 copies of multiplication charts. And I decide I am going to chop them up into small pieces. Like, you know, maybe here's a five by five area of the multiplication chart. Maybe here's a three by like six area of the multiplication chart. And I'm going to white out numbers so that then the students can guess what goes in there or start to strategize how can we figure out what this goes with to help us with this one freaking question? One question. That's going to be on ILEARN, which is our state test. In my mind, that was so important and I really needed to spend this time doing that. And as I'm cutting up probably like the 16th one of those, I was like, oh my God, I just sat here for how long whiting out numbers on a multiplication chart? Is this real life? Is this what I just wasted my time on? Is it gonna be kind of a fun brain teaser for them? Yes. Is it something that they need to know? Yes. Is it good review? Yes. But when I have a to-do list a mile long, is this really the number one priority? Spoiler alert, the answer is no. That is not the number one priority. I already had all kinds of things planned for math that made sense, that was structured and followed our routine. No, I did not need to be doing that. But guess what I was doing? That's it. I was avoiding work, I was avoiding the hard stuff, and instead was just whiting out numbers on a multiplication chart. Those are the tiny tasks that I'm talking about. Those are the things, the ideas that pop into your head, the things that you think your kids will like, the things that maybe they need to do, and I'm not saying it's not important. I'm just saying maybe it's not the most important thing. Maybe those little things need to be squeezed into like five or 10 minutes here or there between groups or, oh, you finished some of your Monday tasks a little early. Those are when you do tiny tasks. So here are some examples of some tiny tasks that maybe you want to incorporate or maybe you want to look at what you're doing. Some of those quick, easy things that either you do when you're avoiding other work Or you don't dread, you're like, hey, I can knock this out so fast, I'm gonna feel so accomplished because I got this and this and this done. The first two things that kind of pop into my mind that I do very, very frequently and don't take a lot of time, and usually I don't procrastinate on doing those. The first is scanning documents. So if a signature page comes back or a social and developmental history comes back or a teacher fills out their referral packet, I don't mind scanning those. I could scan all day long because it doesn't take very much time. I can talk to people at the copier. It's a win-win for everyone. So to me, scanning documents, it doesn't take long. I don't avoid it, but it's a tiny task. That is not what's like moving the needle and getting all of my things done. Is it important? Yes, I have to submit those signature pages or those documents. But I can't pretend like that is the number one priority and spend my whole prep doing little stuff like that instead of doing the big mama tasks like assessing students and writing present levels and making sure that my groups are ready for the next week. Those are the kind of little things. To go along with that, then maybe it's not scanning those documents that have came back. Maybe it's passing out documents that need to be sent home with students. Or maybe it's, hey, teacher, can you please fill this out for this student and send home this red folder for the parent to fill out their portion? Maybe it's sending home those meeting notices that you've generated. Maybe it's sending home those parent surveys that you were thinking, hey, I'm, you know, I've scheduled this conference. Now I'm going to send home this. I'm gonna give this to the gen ed teacher. I'm not saying those things don't need to be done, but you can't let all of that eat up your prep. As a special ed teacher, maybe I am dead, dead wrong here. But I often find we do have some little pockets of time, maybe between groups. Or like for me, I have a bus duty in the morning. Sometimes I can do things on my way to bus duty. I have to be at school at eight o'clock. I have a few minutes until bus duty. That's when I can gather up the things that I need to pass out or sit it out the night before so that I know on my way to bus duty, I need to leave like three minutes early so that I can drop this off in this room, this off in this room, I can scan this, I can do. Those are the times that you might have built in. I also have a little chunk of time where some of my students are coming back from special and using the restroom, so I can't pull them right at that exact time. So I bumped them back about five minutes on my schedule so that they're not missing a bathroom break or I'm not standing there waiting on them in the bathroom. And instead, I go pass out documents. I do some of these little tiny, what I would more call errands that you need to run. Some of those little things that need done, but maybe not like during your prep time. I would also consider, don't shoot me for this. Don't be upset. My principal would probably be upset. I also consider email a tiny task. It is something that I cannot let dominate my entire prep period because I do have other things to do. I am not saying that the special ed secretary does not send me important emails that I need to read, but I cannot let it consume my entire prep time. I have to prioritize what is the most important. Yes, there are some signatures that she probably needs back, but that can be a tiny task that I do in those little pockets of time, maybe between a group here or there, between a duty and a group that you have. Find time for those little things. For me, some of that is my lunchtime, like right at the end of my lunch. Oftentimes I'll look at my phone and see, okay, what do we got going on here? Is there anything that's more pressing than what I have there? Like I'm gonna get in trouble for it. Usually that answer is no. And so the things that are on my list for that day, that's the priority. But to be honest, do I really need to see that annoying person who hits reply all and then somebody else who hits reply all and somebody else who hits reply all to some email that I didn't care about the first time? Is that how I need to spend my prep time? Probably not. Also, PSA, if you are the teacher who hits reply all, your coworkers hate you, just so you know also in my list of tiny tasks are um, putting some progress notes in. And specifically for me, this is all I do during that time is behavior. So I have a student right now that I see one-on-one and I every day then record what we were able to get done, if we had physical behavior or not, and what time he left. He is already on a shortened day. However, sometimes we have to shorten it even a little more. I keep record of all of those things. So I have a little progress monitoring page where it has some calendars so that I can just write on that little teeny tiny spot what tasks we were able to do. Um, I just like use letter abbreviations, like an M for math, R for reading, S for spelling, D, M for dog man, because we were reading dog man like as a oral reading thing. And then we did two jobs, so I can write those letters, so I know, oh, well, we did math, we did a job, and we read Dog Man. We did spelling, reading, math, and one job. Or we did all six of those tasks, and I can see that on the chart. I also put a check if there was no physical behavior, or an X if there was physical behavior, aggression towards me, spitting, those kinds of things if we become escalated. And then I also write what time he left if it is not his scheduled time. So if we do have to send him home a bit early because he's elevated, I document that. That way we can see is there a pattern? Is it only on days that we I try to get him to do spelling? Is it only on days where this is the job? You know, what patterns do we see? I record all of that. So for me, that's a tiny task. That's something it does not take, but maybe one minute at the most to write down but I literally go from bus duty to getting him to having him for that time on to third grade from third grade to pulling my first group. There's not any spare bits of time there but I do have this one little sliver right between two of my groups where the grade level is coming back from special and they're transitioning so I, I have a little bit of time. I can jot down those notes then. That to me is a tiny task. It's not something that is going to take me a long period of time. I'm not gonna have to think really hard about it. No, what do we do this morning? Write it down. Those are the things that we just kind of have to do in the moment or find that little block of time so that we can make sure all of our things are done without eating large amounts of time of our prep or derailing us, then I can't sit and stare at that data and think and ponder about all that because I have a 40 minute prep. No, I have like two minutes, get it down and move on to the next thing. So I encourage you to start thinking about what little things are you doing? To me, this might just be being mindful for the next week or so. What are you getting derailed on? What did you say, hey, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z, But I didn't do X, Y, and Z because instead, this is what I was doing. And somehow I let it distract me. What kinds of things get you maybe to the copy room and then you get to talking and now your whole prep is gone? That is a big one for me, maybe not for everybody. But for me, if I go to the copy room and I have my whole prep time, I will jack my jaws the whole time. And then I get back to my room and I'm like, what? How do I only have five minutes left? Well, it's because you stood in there and talked for 20 minutes of it, then you used the bathroom, then you actually did what you came to the copy room to do. Stop wasting time. This is different for everybody, but I want you to really start looking at, hey, I assigned these things to be done on Thursday. What got me off track? Be mindful, be watching for those things, and then figure out some other pockets of time, or is it like me in the multiplication chart situation? I need to put that on the bottom of the list. And if later I have time or I wanna take it home with me, or I wanna ask one of my daughters to do it in the morning while they're waiting for class, fine. But that is so not the best use of my 40 minutes. And with that, I'll leave it alone. Be mindful, be reflective, And next week, come back so that we can talk about making copies in advance. Remember, I love to do things in big batches. I want to talk a little bit about that so that you can better use your Monday through Friday prep time so that you're not spending it in the copy room jacking your jaws. So I'll see you next week. Well, my friend, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Resource Room Podcast. I truly, truly love to help and support other special ed teachers. Because of that, I run a Facebook group just for us. Search the resource room and request to join. You can also check out my website, theprimarygal.com, for blog posts, pictures, and more information. Until next time, have a great week.